Al Jazeera podcast. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. Moviegoers around the world are painting the town pink, dressed head to toe in honor of the billion-dollar hit of the summer, Barbie. The film has hit record numbers at box offices around the globe. Bobby Bandwagon shows no sign of slowing down. It's a movie based on the Mattel doll with the same name. For some, it's the feminist movie of the year. Feminist issues are discussed in the movie, and many people really feel that this kind of Barbie effect has taken the world by storm. But as it barreled through the box office, it sparked controversies, too. Vietnam has banned Barbie, the film, that is. Kuwait banned Greta Gerwig's billion-dollar hit, Barbie. Lebanon is now planning to follow suit. One country that's embraced the movie might come as a surprise. China. Barbie has grossed $28 million in China so far, in a year when many other U.S. movies haven't performed well in the world's second-largest film market. Barbie outperformed films from the Marvel franchise and even Mission Impossible. So what's behind China's Barbie mania? I'm Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. I'm talking to two journalists, both from China, living in the U.S., who reported on the film's success in China and on Chinese social media. My name is Yifan Yu. I'm the tech correspondent for Nikkei Asia. I'm Marion Zhou. I'm the reporter for Nikkei Asia covering U.S.-China relations. So the Barbie movie premiered on July 21st in China. It's a movie about the classic Mattel doll Barbie. Spoiler alert, she comes into the real world and she has to learn hard truths about being a woman. Wow, this is the real world. (laughs) What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Everything is backwards here. Girls hate me. Who are you? Oh, and I keep getting arrested. I also just learned to cry. First I got one tear and then I got a whole bunch. Now, when you see Barbie drenched in pink in the toy aisle in all her variations with all her accessories, Feminist icon may not be the first term that comes to mind. Barbie has been criticized for being the antithesis to feminism, unrealistic expectations of what women should look like, etc. But that's how the movie has been described. So for those who haven't seen it, where does the label feminist movie come from? Ifan, why don't we start with you? I won't call it a feminist movie. It's just a movie about a doll living in a fantasy world that suddenly comes to a reality and realize, you know, that's how real woman actually lives. It's just a really rare, I don't want to say documentary, but it's just like a really rare parody of how women struggles in their careers, in their life, in their childbearing, things like that. Why some people would take that as a feminism movie? I don't know. It may be because there are so few uh, female representation in the movie industry in the past hundred of years. So nowadays, anything that speaks the truth about how women actually are is a feminism movie. Marianne, what about you? What scene stands out to you? I think, well, 
spoiler alert again. <laughs>、uh, the monologue in the film, the mother of the child who has a Barbie doll, and basically she just said how hard it is to be a woman. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful, so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Everybody in the theater just really related to that. You know, we talk about it all the time, but to hear about it from like the big screen, it's just so significant. And especially for Chinese women, you know, you're you're so much expectations, right? You're you have to go to a good school, and then you have to get a good job, and then you have to get a good husband, and then you have to get children, and it doesn't end there. You have to keep your parents happy, and then you have to keep your husband's parents happy. Just the demand doesn't stop. So I think for everybody, that scene was such a hard hitter. And that mother is named Gloria in the film. She's played by America Ferreira, and she's telling the Barbie character that it is impossible to be a woman. It's a long monologue, and yet it really does hit. I remember being in the theater and hearing. Affirmations from people like "Mmm, wow,"、uh-huh. <laughs> from people around me. Yeah, people in my theater clapped. Wow. So it exceeded box office expectations in China, even though it had limited screenings at first. But now movie theaters are nearly quadrupling the screenings. So, can you explain exactly how it performed compared to other movies? Is this good, Ifan? I think Barbie, as you mentioned, is actually the underdog in the summer calendar、uh, of screening in the first place because it didn't have a lot of screening time.、Uh, it's not until that it boomed、uh, on social media after some、um, people saw the preview. Some people are sharing how touched they are, especially by female audience, how touched they are by the movies.、Uh, they actually call out their local theaters to add more screening time to this very underdog movie in China. Barbie's success is not limited to the box office. Worldwide, it's become a pink craze. Now it's actually,、um, I think the latest data as of the August ninth is the sixth best-selling, most popular movie in China, and it's almost scored twenty-eight million in box office so far,、mm-hmm. which is not、uh, a lot compared to some domestic movies in the summer、mm-hmm. calendar. But actually, outperforming a lot of the blockbusters like you know Mission Impossible. That's one of them, and some of the other you know that's more well-regarded movies、um, by some critics so far in China. So I think it's doing surprisingly well for underdog. I think Barbie doll. You know, everybody thought it was like a cute children's movie, right? Like a doll movie, and then it really just flew right under the radar, and it made such a splash. And I'm really glad it did. And I think the reactions from women, also reactions from men, really drove,、um, you know, that this this wave of Barbie. Women love it, and some men walk out of theaters. <laughs> and where else would you see that? You know. And as Marion says. Much of the support for this movie came from women, unsurprisingly, but it happened even though Chinese women won't exactly see themselves represented on screen. There is one Chinese Canadian actor who has a prominent role, but there are no Chinese women. So I asked them if that mattered. I think it really comes down to the universal experience, the universal human 
and female experience. Mm. It doesn't really matter how you look like. It uh, doesn't really matter where you live. But it just shows that these things that we were going through everywhere. I agree with Marion, but still, I'd very much like to see an Asian Barbie doll. That would be so much better. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does the excitement? For the movie look like online. We know there's been a lot of buzz on Weibo, on Zhao Hongshu, social media sites in China. One of the trending search topics is men triggered by Barbie. And there's one that I have here. One person posted, if a guy hates Barbie, bashes Barbie, walks out of the theater criticizing the female director, this guy is definitely a misogynist and he was triggered by the film. So, from what the two of you have seen, what else has the social media reaction been like to this movie? And have you ever seen anything like men triggered by insert movie name here? For me, this is the first film uh, I really saw men getting so triggered. And probably also because this is the first very uh, women-centric film. Mm -hmm. They didn't have opportunity to get triggered before. <laughs> um, I think it was really interesting to me that people are posting about these standards, right? Like, if you want to date a guy, take him to see Barbie mm. and watch his reactions and then decide if you want to go on a second date. Um, I think, you know, that's great. And the quote you just mentioned, they also gave, like, I think four categories. Mm. Um, you know, if a guy, like, watch Barbie, doesn't get um, the references, you know, the, the, all the words that are sitting in there, the guy probably is not educated enough to understand what she's going through, so you shouldn't date him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a litmus test, okay? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's so funny. And, and another one is, uh, if this guy is so excited about Barbie and dress all Barbie to go see the film, then he might be a Ken. For people who haven't seen the movie, if, if they're describing him as a Ken, is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? I don't know. I, I think it just means the guy might not be interested in you. <laughs> and then they, they, they have this one, uh, they don't even call it the good guy test. They just call it the normal guy test. <laughs> I think that that's such an improvement, right? Like yeah. men being decent, we're not living with them as the good guy anymore. Just normal guy. So it's I a pretty low bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really low bar, but you know, it's, it's still improvement. After the break how Barbie fits into the politics of China's movie ecosystem. The Inside Story podcast dissects, analyzes, and helps define major global stories. We get into the details with experts who explain how policies affect people. The Inside Story podcast by Al Jazeera. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, let's talk about the box office itself. China's box office is increasingly growing in influence in the film industry. And there have been news stories about foreign films getting banned and some international films being limited in showings. The de facto three-and-a-half-year ban on all Marvel movie releases in the country, a pattern that cost Disney hundreds of millions in potential ticket revenue. How does the Chinese government regulate or influence the market? Why is there an effect on the box office in China? So China has this foreign film quota system that um, they allowed basically 34 foreign films every year. And 
they cannot screen during the blackout times, which Chinese government、um, reserve for domestic films. And you know, I, we have found that the quota has been in decline、mm. in recent years、um, because of pandemic and also worsening relationships and you know all that jazz. And、um, you know, I understand that the American filmmakers have been trying to negotiate with them, but then、um, haven't had much success. So, for for films to get into China, I mean, there there are a lot of boxes you got to check. You know, there especially the images like、uh, Taiwanese flags. The Japanese and Taiwanese flags over there on the right had been replaced with nondescript rectangles, more pleasing to a certain government. There's that South China Sea, the the lines there. There's a lot of there there are subtle things as well that that the message right、um, cannot be China's the bad guy or、um, you know. Basically, anything that's undermined the、uh, you know Beijing's authority or communism culture、mm-hmm. uh, authority that's that's a no no. Scenes involving LGBTQ content were removed from Bohemian Rhapsody for a China release. The bar is getting higher and higher, and I think I guess we're talking about Barbie. So it's it's light. It's a children's film. It didn't cross any lines. Every foreign movie has to go through this filing process. They need to send out a proposal to the ministry to tell them basically what the story is about.、Mm. Um, I hardly think Barbie movies say in their proposal that this is a feminism movie, right?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> to empower women,、mm-hmm. they basically probably just say this is a movie about Mattel's doll. So that's why it got through. Yeah.、Um, on that, some articles have come out that seem to express surprise that this movie was allowed to play in China in the first place because of the message that some have called a feminist message. So China has arrested feminist activists in the past. Five women who were detained, feminist activists, detained on the eve of International Women's Day and held without charge for nearly a month. Journalist Sophia Huang and a friend, labor rights activist Wang Jianbing, were detained by the police. She has been reporting on MeToo movement, not only on that but also other cases. The state media outlet Global Times has even said that feminism is a Western media concept to stoke quote gender antagonism end quote. So then, where does this Barbie movie, which is a Western film promoting a toy, with a feminist message? How does that fit into the conversation? Did it just completely fly under the radar? Is the women empowerment of it still a good enough thing that that's allowed?、Uh, I just want to point out there is actually no united front in Beijing that's cracking down the feminism movement.、Mm. There are actually a lot of domestic productions about female heroes and the、uh, females. Oriented movies,、uh, variety shows, TV shows that's being aired in China as we speak. So, because of the population decline and because of there's such a huge need for workforces, China actually needs a lot of women being being empowered and to take charge in their professional life and personal life. So, I don't think China would have like a strict line says if this movie deliver any feminism messages, it's a no no. I don't think that's the case. Marian says feminist activists have been working for decades for advancements on the ground in China. I think it's really the good work of a lot of Chinese feminists who have been tirelessly working years after years. The, you know, the feminists like they really they always put the focus on the big issues. Like they 
demonstrate on sexual harassment. I know that they always support, you know, victims. And I think that, you know, I started small and then they just have sparks, right? Like, especially thanks to the internet, people started thinking, wait a minute, like I went through the same thing. Just like the Me Too movement here. Um, you know, I started with maybe one or two cases and then other women started saying online. Actually, we had a lot of incidents like that on the Chinese internet over the past few years that, you know, women, um, uh, uh, Alibaba or, or, you know, somewhere else that kind of said, well, you know, my boss harassed me while I was working there. And then it just starts like an online uproar. I think it's one internet incident to another. That's how I kind of carried on and on. And more women are thinking about it. You know, even though they try to censor it, they like don't let people to post support for the victims. People are thinking about it. You know, you can't censor internet, you can't censor people's brains. Yvonne tied this shift in feminism to the film's wide reception by women. I think just like the day-to-day gender equality awareness has grown significantly thanks to all those works by the feminists in China. So I think the timing really worked out well for Barbie. I don't think it would begin this much success even like one or two years ago. What do you think Barbie's success means for the future of films in China? Is that too big of an extrapolation? to take this movie that is about a toy, but that has done pretty well in China in a season in which other Hollywood movies have not done as well. What do you take from it? Any lessons we can learn? I think this is the encouragement to a lot of uh, domestic filmmakers in China. Uh, A lot of them didn't think the Chinese female audience had this kind of power to actually add screening times, uh, actually make this underdog film so popular in, in China. It will encourage more content creators, film producers, TV producers to come out with more ideas to create a China-made Barbie film that's catered to female audiences, which we haven't seen that many of those in China yet. Yeah, I think it really shows that um, the feminist movement, even though the government doesn't want to acknowledge it, tries to crack down on it, you can't stop it. I mean, people, you know, women are educated, right? They, They... they grow up in a different time and, you know, it's happening. A lot of people are rethinking about their position in society, at work and all that. So I think Barbie definitely has been a big encouragement to show not just Chinese government, also the world and everybody else that this is what Chinese women want to hear. This is what they want from their society, want from policymaking. And I think consumer market is always a good indicator of, you know, where the people's hearts stand. So I think this film definitely um, has been much more than just Barbie itself. And that's The Take. This episode was produced by Chloe K. Lee, with Zaina Badr, Sonia Bagat, Faranisa Campana, David Enders, Miranda Lynn, Ashish Malhotra, Khaled Sultan, Amy Walters, and me, Malika Bilal. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio. Special thanks to Ben Lee. We'll be back.